take three, take two sucked. First one. Yeah. Break it up. Yo, I break it up and spit it like tobacco in right fields. I'm acting like a savage and exploding like minefields. So much aggression and expression of minefields. Like fighting for my life, a rap attacker with mic skills. The time is critical and ticking like time bombs. My offense is pivotal, my lyrics will bear arms. My defense is evident, I block and I jab back, duck and attack and smack him with the back of my left hand. Just like a horror movie. Moment you ran into me, an evil spirit, you hear it, and now you'll never lose me. Call it some braggadocious magic like hocus pocus. Tiger fist with a little bit of the dragon lotus. Who needs a bodyguard? I'll hit your body hard. 55 hit combo to split your phony squad. Thinking faster than brain matter can spark a thought. Plan a suggestion, inception before the script was bought. Battle with axes and hammers and bullets blazing. Call it amazing the way I'm raiding your masquerade. Take three, take two, sucked. First one. Yo. Break it up. Yo, I break it up and spit it like tobacco in right fields. I'm acting like a savage and exploding like minefields. So much aggression and expression of minefields. Like fighting for my life, a rap attacker with mic skills. The time is critical and ticking like time bombs. My offense is pivotal, my lyrics will bear arms. My defense is evident, I block and I jab back, duck and attack and smack him with the back of my left hand. Just like a horror movie. Moment you ran into me, an evil spirit, you hear it, and now you'll never lose me. Call it some braggadocious magic like hocus pocus. Tiger fist with a little bit of the dragon lotus. Who needs a bodyguard? I'll hit your body hard. 55 hit combo to split your phony squad. Thinking faster than brain matter can spark a thought. Plan a suggestion, inception before the script was bought. Battle with axes and hammers and bullets blazing. Call it amazing the way I'm raiding your masquerade. On the road again. Yep, that's how it feels. We have a wild Tessie coming in hot. Little doot doot. Little doot doot. Hun, check out what Brian brought. So Sea Dog Brewing has a hard seltzer now. Everybody has a hard seltzer now. 603 Brewing has a hard seltzer. Bud Light has a seltzer. Have you had that yet? Yeah, it's not great. Natural Light has their own seltzer. Yeah, have you? I have we need to do? Light. We need to just do that and get real trashy. One of these, one of these recordings, and just crush like a thirty pack <laughs> of Natty Light seltzers. It's like a redneck day. Yeah. See how we feel afterwards. <laughs> You're hanging out recording a podcast with your friends the other day. <laughs> we got schmammed off of Natties. Ah. <sighs> Oh, those are like pounders too. Are they or are those twelve no, those are twelve. Twelve. They do they do a good job of making it look like it's a pounder. Yeah, they're just the skinnies. They're the twelve ounces. Slim can. I do like the slim can. You're gonna have to queue up the um the snap crackle pop every time I start a drink because I'm doing a mixed drink tonight. Oh, alright. Just snap crackle pop. Or just yeah. Ooh, crisp. It smells very cherry-ish. Mm. Ooh, that's, that's quite seltzery. Which is funny because the 603 
was more so just like a sparkling water. It wasn't like self. Yeah. It doesn't have like a to it. Whereas that, are you t- saying that's very, 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 car- very yeah. carbonated? Carbonation, kind of, but uh, <coughs> more on the watery hintage. I don't get much of a uh, of a cherry. Mm, okay. All right. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I know sometimes when I drink the uh, the white claws, mm-hmm. I get like one or two deep, and then I have like a massive headache. I mean, I can drink white claws all day, but it's not like I don't know. I just yeah. I just don't like the flavor of them as much as I used to. Yeah. So we'll see where this uh, where yeah. this gets me. Yeah, and at that point too, it's like if I'm drinking a, a white claw. Like something that's not a beer or a cider, I might as well just drink hard alcohol. Like that's the only way I'm getting drunk. Yeah, no, I feel you. If I get like an actual studio, studio, yeah, I don't have to like travel anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be mixed drinks all day. Oh yeah, I'll just sleep in the studio. I'll just get yeah, yeah. Have a nice couch. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, I thought about that. It's just like a. Getting like a space in like either one of the uh, practice places, like yeah. the, like the mills up in Manchester or down in like Chelmsford. There's a place, a rehearsal. It's basically just big rooms you can rent. It's pretty cheap actually, too. I'm sure everyone's cheap right now. I'm just trying to get some money. Yeah. Have you boys watched the uh, the takeover? I did not. No. I saw the. Um, Saw the social media highlights as they may be. Yeah. Yeah. Follow that little birdie. See what they tell me. Yeah, a little birdie had some uh some thoughts. Yeah? Well please, please uh Yeah. Not interested in bird thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> chirp chirp. The uh birds aren't real. <laughs> oh, they're very real. And they kill you if they have a chance. So I was looking at the original card. I was like, man, if they put everybody's indie name on this card, mm-hmm. the card would be stacked. Because mm-hmm. you had Devitt and, and O'Reilly. I think the only person on that card that wasn't like a uh, an indie indie darling was Dream. Yeah, that's about right. Because you had Punishment, Martinez, Gargano. You had uh, Kushida. Yep. Candice. Candice. EO is really more of a Joshi than an indie, but yeah. yeah. And I was like, "What the hell?" No, I think the, the dream was probably the only one that wasn't. Uh, yeah, no. I keep I keep forgetting that Damian Priest is the former Punishment Martinez, and I think I f- keep forgetting that because of how fucking stupid the name Punishment Martinez. <laughs> is. <laughs> it was really bad. Like, I was like. I saw him, I think, when we were at the I, the, uh, the ROH show a couple of years back, and I'm like, he's got a good look. He's got a real fucking dumb name, though. Yeah. yeah. Punishment Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever thought of that one? Like, I think he was going for, Discipline like... Discipline Rodriguez. Yeah, I think he was going... <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if he was, like, going for, like, the, oh, uh, Broser, uh, Bruiser Brody-esque type of name, and just couldn't find something. Like, I, I don't know. Adjective, then name. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's just... Yeah. But yeah, no. So yeah, pretty much everybody on that show was a indie darling. Like I, I hate to say the word indie. Like I hate to say the term indie darling because like to me ROH isn't an indie. To me, New Japan's yeah. not an indie. Yeah. Like and when you're talking about the two Some, top yeah. guys being former, you know, junior Champs. heavyweight champion in Fergal and former 
was it two time ROH champion Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah. Like, I I don't I, I don't, like, yeah. I still say ROH <laughs> is Indies. They were the biggest touring. Yeah, they're the biggest touring indie, but they're an indie. Snacks. Jump, jump, jump. Yeah, just snacks. Okay. <laughs> Thank snacks you. are good. All the snacks. All of the snacks. All of the snacks. All of the snacks. I mean, I guess you could say compared to what they are now, like, yes, they were indie. They were lesser known names. They were not a product of the WWE. Yeah. I mean, let me put this for indies. Like, it's one of those things where, like, you can have, like, an indie label that distributes nationwide. That's what ROH is. Yeah. They're an indie. They're an indie brand. They're nationwide, but they're an indie brand. Yeah. They're. They're fat records. Yes. They're <laughs> fat farm. Yeah. They're uh fat records. Yeah. Oh, they're vagrant or whatever you want to say. I don't fucking know. Victory um, records. Victory. Yeah. Victory. Um, Wasn't a bad card overall. No. no. Pretty, pretty stacked. Uh, yeah. And um, I like the little, uh, the two little comebacks and uh, Ember, uh, Ember Moon being healthy. Yep. They, mm-hmm. uh, that was a, a weird one, which I kind of figured was her anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, just from the Bobby Roode or anyone else from NXT, because they were saying that whoever it was was going back to NXT. Yep. I was like, there's not many people that they're actually going to throw back there. That so aren't, people were trying to say it was... Kind of packed already. Yeah, that yeah. aren't doing anything. I think so, somebody was trying to say it was going to be Sami Zayn, and I'm like, he's I see no, Chan. Yeah, like, so it was... Uh, I think the only ones that are left are Rude, Bo Dallas, and it was Ember Moon. I was like, well, Bobby Rude just debuted, or not debuted again, like returned on Raw after being let go from Canada. I don't know what's happening with Bo Dallas, so it's either Dallas or Ember Moon. Um, I mean, technically Cesaro. He's in that tag team with uh, Shinsuke. Yeah, yeah, but he's a former NXT slash FCW guy. And it makes sense with the whole cyborg thing that they... We're playing off of them, but yeah. Can we talk about that? the The more surprising thing from the, the this past weekend, I guess the past you know half week or so, but Ali being the leader of Retribution, I kind of dig it. Like, I like it. It makes sense after last year when he was supposed to be in the main title picture, and then yeah, and then they've been teasing that he was the hacker for how yeah. long, and now he's part of all Retribution. Now, are they going to end? Or tie up that storyline with the hacker. And, um, I mean, maybe and he, mention it. Uh, maybe that's the whole. I don't know. Maybe that's the whole reasoning behind it. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, at well, the same time, it's like the only thing that I'm like not super like okay with. Not to be like, oh, it's problematic, but him being the face of like an anti-establishment, like <laughs> cough, cough, terrorist word. I'm like terrorist group basically their 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 main goal is to destroy the wwe from the inside it's like yeah i'm like come on oh it wouldn't shock me if there's some writer that vince likes that or vince himself would be like mm-hmm. he's the leader of antifa yeah <laughs> well and that's one of the things that like ali had like said that he never wanted to do was be like the guy like play the stereotypical yeah. middle eastern you know like yeah yeah, so, I guess he did that. Not there yet. Give yeah. it time. On the indies, and he was not a fan. Yeah. 
But the uh, the fucked up thing is they have the draft this Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. So are they going to split up Retribution? I could see. <laughs> I just love how, like, like, oh, hey, guys, you, you, the ones that are here trying to, like, break this entire, like, system that's, yeah. like, of the WWE. Uh, follow oh, our draft, please. By the yeah. way, by the way, you're, you're drafted to this brand now. It's like, wait, what? And they just go. I guess we can't do it anymore, yeah. guys. So T-Bar or, or T-Bone or whatever his name T-Bar is. T-Bar and Mace. <laughs> now becomes a SmackDown guy and he I, goes back to his regular name. I just want to be like, dude, T-Bar and Mace, like. <laughs> Nonsense. Who gave you your names? Like mid- Streets of Rage. I was, oh, no. I, I, well, I was going to be like mid, mid-90s Sean Puffy Combs. Like, you're T-Bar and you're Mace. Yeah. We already got a Mace. No, no. No, nope. you're, you're different base. different base. Do a little yeah. shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I came up with the names. Uh, not to get on a tangent, but that was always my favorite part about those music videos. Just Mace. Just not, dancing? Not knowing how to dance at all. Uh, uh, he, the only thing he ever did he was did with his shoulder. She's like a little shoulder thing. A little, a little dance? And like, like, shoulder shuffle. There was no foot movement whatsoever but like beyond like one step. Shoulder shrugs? <laughs> always my favorite part. <laughs> He was only around for what, an album, if that. I know he stuck around for a couple. He was he was successful for one album. <laughs> yeah. Then he disappeared and then came back with Welcome Back after being a preacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a reverend, whatever he was. Sure. Yeah, that was like the mid two thousands. No one gave a shit at that point. Yeah. No. That was after like G Unit had been around for a while. So like unless you were really into old school hip hop bad boy records. You were kind of yeah, you, I were think, pa- you were past that. You were on to Dipset. Yeah, you were definitely on to Dipset. The only that. thing really out of Bad Boy at that time was probably the uh, mm-hmm. Bad Boys 2 theme song. Yeah. And even then, Mace wasn't on that. No, it was just... That was Diddy and... Nelly and... Yeah. We do it for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do it for fun. Um, Okay. Quick sidebar here. Mid-2000s, or even early 2000s, how many Diplomats shirts did you have? Zero. Really? Yeah. I feel like you would have been a big dip set guy. Um, I don't think I really crossed into dip set okay. until maybe late two thousand. All right. So it was probably like on my way out of high school, maybe senior year, going oh, into okay. senior year. Yeah. Okay. But even then I don't think I was a big uh like a band or t shirt guy. Oh, all right. I was more of the rando sport t-shirts gotcha like the and one oh yeah uh, like the athletic brands yeah yeah okay i was a band shirt guy same dan still is very much so wearing a band shirt right now yep yep i may i'm in my 30s i don't give a fuck anymore i stopped caring when i hit like 22 yeah yeah maybe the old guy the punk show Mm -hmm. i never was really a a t-shirt like a band t-shirt guy yeah if there's a t-shirt that I like, I'll, like don't get me wrong, I'll get it. But like, I'm not like a, I don't know. Actually, I don't know really anyone that had any of the Diplo, uh, the dip sets. I went to I went to South, so there's plenty <laughs> of plenty of people wearing the shirt, the shirts. I used to wear a lot of the that like so because I was in, like into hardcore. A lot of the merchandise was ripoffs. Yeah. Of like other brands and like either brands, so it was like a rip off of like Supreme or like the oh, North, yeah. or the North Face or like the Diplomats logo and that kind of stuff. So I'm like, all right. 
Okay. Had that yeah. kind of stuff going on. Yeah. But. I don't even really know if anyone had that in my high school. Mm. I think most people were all uh, button downs and collared shirts. Well, fashion goes through stupid trends. And right now we're still, we're back to somehow it being 1995. No, it's not even, we skipped something then. It's definitely not 95. Because if it was 95, you'd see more shirts of Looney Tunes characters in hip-hop gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember those. I, oh, okay, so I had I've, a couple of those. Okay, so I've... That is the early 90s, like, in a shirt. Like, yeah. the the Daffy Duck in super, in, like, Jinko jeans yeah. with a backwards yeah. hat, and then the Bugs Bunny with the... The, the yeah. ghetto chucks. Yeah. I, I do remember those shirts. I had a couple um, of those. So, no, I was thinking of, like, the like the every other girl I see is, like, the late 90s, like, basically, like, rom-com, like... Like, how they dressed in, like, She's All That and, like, Can't Hardly Wait and stuff. The big poofy pants. The Like, kind of, like, either weird, like... Small shirts, big poofy pants. Kind of, yeah. Like, mm. yeah. I've but like, a couple but, of them. But even, like, small, like, flowy, st- like, yeah. you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like, chokers, hoop, like, weird kind of, like, hoop earrings. No, I would agree with that, because I've seen the, the chokers a lot now yeah. with the big hoops. Yeah, it's just like a... It's like... Yeah, it's like that late '90s SoCal look. It made it to the East Coast finally. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was in the East Coast well, too outside back of when a, it was happening. Yeah, but like, but now it's here. It looks like it looks like an early Blink One Two video. May God have mercy on your soul. Pretty much for all of us. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is not like the early '90s with the super bright colors. Oh, you don't want to have like a body glove uh, like <laughs> shirt neon, anymore? Neon green. Yeah. <laughs> that just, rem- for like some reason, you said like neon green and I just immediately thought of Seth Green. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like, wearing, a, wearing a body glove shirt. And I'm like, yeah, yeah all, your, all your colors are a bleached rainbow. Yep. Fresh Prince Bel Air. The Grateful Dead is back in style for some reason. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those weird painter hats. Yeah. Had oh, like, pa- painter hats are like, like are painter hat like bucket hats? No, the ones that were like a normal hat. Uh huh. But it was like fitted, but it had like the giant, huge puff elastic in the back. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of those. Mm. It's like, what the hell? Gross. Gross. Very gross. Yeah, no, bucket hats are back in style for some reason. Yeah. That's like one trend that I was like, wow. That's so gross. Yeah, I'm like, uh, can't do it. Can't do it. It's like a no doubt music video. Mm. You should have no doubt put that back. Mm. Right. Um, I think I always wore snapbacks. Yeah, I went from fitteds. Or I went, no, I, I didn't go from fitteds. I went from flex fit to fitteds. Back to flex fits. Fitted all the way. Then to snapbacks. I only did flex fits because I have a huge fucking head. Oh, I understand that. And, and, and like, <laughs> and if I cut, like, depending on how long my hair is, I could cut it. And if a hat fits differently. And it would go down a half, like, my head size would go down a half yeah. inch. Yeah. So it's like, oh, great, I got my hair cut. I can't wear this hat anymore. That's always a problem for, yeah. like. Picking up a fitted hat, like when, yeah. like a time when I was like shaving my head or something like that, mm-hmm. or just very short, and yeah. all of a sudden like I go back to it and with long hair, it's like yeah. oh, this hat does not fit anymore. Yeah. God, I need to go to get a haircut now. Yeah, my head doesn't fit in this hat. 
And then you stretch out the fitted hat to the point where it's basically a flex fit, except for it doesn't elastic <laughs> back in. It's a flex fit if you're going out, but not in. So, yeah, I always rock the the snapbacks, even even then. Yeah, I think it was a couple years I did the the fitted hats, mm-hmm. but it pretty much went from baseball when I was a kid, where you got all the snapbacks anyway. Yeah, so I'd only wear snapbacks. Then in high school, those. Uh, the team hats went from the snapbacks to the flex fit. Yeah. So then I ended up getting like a couple fitted hats, but other than that. Yeah, I went from basically. <laughs> but I always wore mine backwards though. Yeah, I, I'm a big I'm a big backwards hat guy. Like I'm wearing my forwards right now, but that's because the the headrest on yeah. my chair will hit that. Um, but yeah, I, I wear my hat backwards a lot. Yeah, I always so, backwards. So, so not in the the reason it's designed for, not to block sun, but to yeah, just have it on. Yeah, just have it on. Get the hair out of my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but yeah, started flex fit mainly because that's what most skateboarding companies did in early two thousands. Yeah, pretty no, much no, totally, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, big skateboarder, and then yeah, and then like the I was like the in between. Yeah, yeah. Then the uh, the fitted the fitted B hat mm-hmm. became popular. That was a thing for a while, and then the thing that I hated about that trend is that they started like it's one thing to be like, okay, I don't mind there being a a fitted hat for just like the team, but then like they would do like a seasonal variety every other month. There would be a different version yeah. of the of the fitted hat with a different this or that or whatever to it. Like yeah, mon- yeah, no, yeah, no, consume, but like it's like a theme. But it, it it was one thing where it was like it was thirty five dollars for a fucking fitted hat too. Yeah, but you you always you have those guys that have like forty hats. Yeah, like they're gonna buy it. Yeah, I know. So it's just like a. I always bought the two for fifteen or like the two for thirty at lids. Yeah, so like I I would try and go for that too, but a lot of the times it was like the shitty, or it was like the unpopular, like. I like the unpopular ones. Yeah, I mean, it makes you stand out more, I guess. Well, that and they were like, they had definitely a lot more to choose from because they were unpopular, like yeah. size-wise. So I didn't have to worry about not finding a size just because nobody really had it. Yeah. Like there was no, a, I get you there. Like a couple uh, of Duke hats that I went and got. And they mm-hmm. were, instead of like the sideways uh Blue Devil. Yep. It was a front facing Blue Devil. Okay. Yeah. So it was like the the head on logo. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like I had I, I had a multitude of friends who would just buy a fitted hat, not because of the team or this or that, just because they thought it looked cool. No, I always loved Duke. Like, uh, well, yeah. No, like I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. But like I would have people like somebody like who didn't even like hockey like. Bought, oh, like, would buy like would buy like a, a fucking like a Minnesota Gopher hat. Yeah, or they'd buy like a fucking like yeah like a Rangers. Yeah, yeah, like a New York Rangers hat or like a Flames hat or something like that. And I'm like, have you ever been to fucking Canada? Yeah, like no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's always been an, an issue with me. Yeah, for a little while there was uh like the Blue Jays hats were popular down here for some reason. Yeah, and it's like one fuck you Blue Jays mm-hmm. fan. I got one in Canada. Yeah, yeah, because I was in Canada, so I bought a Blue Jays hat. Because I was in Canada. I mean, I get that. Like, it's like a souvenir at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can remember one time where I did it, and it was, I think it was a snapback, too. I don't even think it was a fitted. Yeah. But it was a Seattle Supersonics hat, 
And that's after the Supersonics had been gone for years at that point. So yeah, it was but that's a, awesome. Yeah, like, that's you know, a, like, that was a nostalgia thing. Like it was yeah. like the same like it's like we're Hartford Railer stuff. Like right yeah, now. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like the the, the logo, like the MG, NBA Jam and stuff when they were still out. So yeah. like yeah, so it was like oh, that's a cool like you know that's a cool callback. But like people just going out and getting a random like you know if I saw a kid that like was in like my school wearing like a fucking like Dodgers hat to be like, why the fuck are you wearing a Dodgers hat? I had a Dodgers jersey, but not a Dodgers hat. But the was it? Th- but was it for a, a, a Dodgers player you liked at least? It was Jackie Robinson? Okay. Fair. The one that always gets me now are people that like walk around wearing like, Ramon shirts. Yeah, yeah. It's like, are they on your playlist, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who they are? Yeah. Uh, but back to like the the weird hat, uh, the Toronto one that I got. It was the Blue Jay, oh, yeah. but he was definitely steroided out, so he was just jacked. Just juicing. Oh, yeah, he was juicing. And juicing Ronto. He was flexing his arm, and on the outside of his arm was the uh, the maple leaf in red. Mm. So I was like, oh, I can't pass this up. This is pretty dope. Yeah, it's not the normal hat either, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was I, I was always, once they started making a any excuse to make a new hat, I started, like, they would do, like, the city skylines. They would do, like, like. Yeah, inverted colors. That this, that that, and it's just like guys just pump. Plus, they had like the three different versions with the uh, like the fifty-seven and the seventy-eight or whatever it is. Yeah, it's what fifty-seven, seventy-eight, and the new era. Yeah, the new era was more of like that weird, like poly felt kind of feeling, Mm -hmm. and then the uh, is it the seventy-eight or the fifty-seven where it's like straight cotton almost. Yeah, it's like it's like stitched. Yeah, like hand stitched or whatever. But yeah. Like oh boy, oh boy, yeah. I don't know. The last, the last hat I had before this was my Red Sox hat, and it was a flex fit, and I lost it on my honeymoon because Ooh. I brought it with me. So I went on a jet skiing excursion, my <laughs> wife and I, and they say, bring a hat. It's bring you're, a hat. you're in the middle of the ocean. It's sunny. Like, okay, great. They did not say, like, to, like, sit on the hat or put it in the little, like, pouch you had as you were riding. So I'm like, okay, great. First 45 seconds where I get to open it up, I go, I look behind me, and I'm like, it's fucking gone. Whatever. (laughs) It wasn't fitted enough. No. Oh, it was a flex, flex fit. Of course it wasn't fitted <laughs> It around. was a flex. There's yeah. too much flex. Yeah, there's too, too much, much flex. flex. Wind got underneath it. Yeah. Tore it away. So I was like, all right. Damn. And I'm the type of person where, like, if I'm, like, on, like, a, a ride, if I'm, like, on a roller coaster, like, tuck that shit under my ass. I pocket that stuff like I'm in yeah. prison, you know? Like. Sneak it in. Yeah. So so I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I have a lot of old school hats. Uh, I guess my dad knew a guy who, like, collected hats just yeah. to collect the old snapback hats. Mm-hmm. And I got uh, a bunch of them, like, one of them's, like, old Bruins. Like, nice. they're all, like, the 90s style hats. Mm-hmm. So, that's, like, those old snapbacks where, like, the top yeah. is, like, super high, but the bottom's low. Yeah. And uh, one of them was uh, the Los Angeles Raiders. Yep. So, before they had moved back, moved yeah. out to Oakland. And yeah. Then- and then back and then moved again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, the original. Dude, uh, I'm not gonna lie. That fucking Raider Stadium, though. Holy shit! I just yeah. realized if they keep changing towns, like the Raiders make sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. 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 Let's go to a new city. <laughs> Pillage. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder who's next. 
Yeah, but that uh, probably the East Coast now. They've already hit the West Coast, unless they go to Oregon. Yeah, somewhere in Texas first. Oh, okay, I think you think think they'll go uh, Midwest before Texas. Very possible, like Oklahoma. Yeah, Kansas, U- Utah. Oof, the Salt Lake City Raiders. <laughs> the Salt Lake City Raiders. Ouch. Uh, yeah, that's funny. So you're telling me there's a chance. They're Mormon now. Yeah. <laughs> Mormon. The, the Mormon, Mormon Raiders. Raiders. Mighty Morphin Mormon Raiders. <laughs> I like it. Sponsored by Brigham Young University. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by BYU. Uh, President man. Steve Young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you think the next franchise would be? Like, location-wise. Location-wise? I know there was talks with London and Mexico, but the way the world's been going, I don't think yeah. that's going yeah, to happen. Gonna, they're, but they're going to try. I'd um, say, but it, I wouldn't be surprised by t- 2025 if... We like, go outside? If, if like, the, 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 the Detroit Lions are now, like, the London Lions, or if... The, or if the Browns get co-opted to London or something like that. Or if there's a team that plays, like, their home games <laughs> in London and plays all their away games elsewhere. But, like, they have, like, the first half of the year where they're all playing home games where people are coming to them and then yeah. they're on the road the second half of the year. I don't see one of the current teams moving to London. Um, I, I, it'd be hard-pressed to make that a better economic choice than where you're currently at. Uh, yeah, it, it it might be with the way that, especially now that with, didn't they add another team to the playoffs this year? No. I thought they did because of COVID. Oh. Uh, I believe they did too. I think oh, they did. They? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they this is them backdooring in the reason for more, more teams. More teams is, oh, well, the playoffs are bigger now. So they do that, and then they go, oh, well, you know. And then within, I could say by 2025, I wouldn't be surprised if we had a franchise in London or, and or one in Mexico City. Mexico City, I think it's going to be the first one. I don't think they'll do London right away. Unless, they, unless they have an ownership partnership over there. Yeah, um, it's just you got to think with the, the time difference between West Coast and yeah, London. It's like like yeah. five hours, six hours? Like, uh, no, it's like five hours. So right now... My boss is in Ireland, and that's the same time zone as, as London. London, and he's five hours ahead. Yeah, yeah. so five or six hours. So f- I'm saying West Coast. Oh, West London. Coast would be eight. That's like, yeah, that's like yeah. eight to 12. Eight, eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. So it, when you're traveling, you're basically losing at least a day. Oh, easily. So, like, you got to think, like, that would be just shit logistics, like, it, it, any team coming to the London team ha, is at a disadvantage. Oh yeah, because you're losing the day. Yeah, it's like you either play. It's either like if they're next on your schedule, it's like you play that Sunday game <coughs> wherever you're at, or like you have you to schedule be, for a Thursday, or you have to be, or, or you have to be guaranteed like you have to be guaranteed a home game the week before you go to London, so that you can play the home game. And then the next day, fucking fly Shoot to London. Yeah. You, you have to acclimate to the time change. You have to fucking practice. You still have to, like, you have to do your walkthroughs and all that shit. And then it's just like, and you, gotta, and you gotta have a day to go out and get rowdy boys. <laughs> Selly Snipes boys. Hit the pubs. Those sassy London ladies. Yeah. Um, hello, hello. 
<laughs> Good day, governor. <laughs> That's my woman. That's my London woman voice. Is that London woman? Yeah. Are her bridges falling down? I don't want to think about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, it, and then Mexico City would probably be way easier to do because it's you know it's just south. Yeah. So you're not yeah. lo- you're not losing out on really any significant time more than you, you would be, you know. But um, if you're going to like Texas or wherever, but downside is it's Mexico. Yeah, you won't get stabbed or shot. Get rocked. probably shot or carteled. Yeah. You're just gonna get carteled. Yeah, just carteled. So it's shot. Yeah. You're in the crossfire. Get rocks thrown at you. Yeah. Oh, the crowd will do that for the yeah. for the American team certainly. Oh yes! Oh yes! What's the name of like the Mayan like sun god? It should be like the Mexico City, whatever. The, oh, I don't know. I forget. Like the, it's giant fucking like the bird thing. Quetzalcoatl. Right? Yeah, Quetzalcoatl. That's uh, for the south. That's South America. Shit! That's that is okay. Yeah. But who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Mayans. <laughs> it's somewhere down there. Oh God! I saw I saw a, a, a thing last night. I forget if it was on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, but it was like this this dude. He's like he's a white guy and he speaks Chinese, and he's like telling this joke about like how his dad was like, anytime we go out for Asian food, he's like, hey, talk to the what's it called, blah blah blah, like like speak Chinese to him, like ordering Chinese, ordering Chinese, blah blah blah. He's like, all right. He's like, dad, no, 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 no. He's just, just like do it, do it, do it. He orders in Chinese, and the waitress turns around and goes. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then the punchline is, is like, yeah, we were never let back in that Thai restaurant ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. But then between that and then Dan, Dan introduced me to, I thought I had heard it before and it was very obvious that I hadn't. Um, but the Burt Kirshner, the machine gig, uh, uh, not even a joke. But story. Like, yeah. Story. Yeah. Um, so funny. Just so funny. Have you not seen that, Brad? I don't think so. I've seen a couple of his stand-ups, but... Well, this is his, uh, his kind of most famous one. Yeah. Okay. He's in college, and he's uh, taking uh, Russian as his language. <laughs> uh, but he's, n- he's not paying attention at all. Yeah. Like, it's just like... The, t- the teacher yeah. is like, I need X number of students, and you're that one to put me past the threshold to actually have the class. So oh, she's like, yes. you come to the class, I'll pass you. You come deal. to this class. Yeah. I pass you. So they take a trip to, to Russia. And this is during the 90s. So it's like completely, like, not even hiding mob run. Yeah. Like, they have, like, mobsters, like, holding this tour for them. (laughs) So they're basically working in security. uh, And the mobsters, um, Bert doesn't doesn't pay attention to class because he's passing anyway. So when he introduces himself to the Russians, he does it poorly. And they interpret it as him calling himself the machine. And so all the Russians are like, he's the machine. He's the machine. Yeah, and it, 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 he partners that with getting blackout drunk with them, and so like he's like their party guy. He's the yeah. machine, <laughs> and they love him. Yeah. And so like as like the the tour goes on, they start doing more and more illegal shit because they're mobsters. Yeah. And his legend and only they keep, grows. They keep yeah. bringing him along because they he's love a machine. Him. Yeah. So he basically gets like ingratiated into the mob culture in Russia. That's awesome. And his like teachers and student like fellow students, they end up getting robbed by these mobsters. Yeah, it kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. Like yeah. with him. Like yeah. he's doing he robbed, he <laughs> robbed <laughs> his <laughs> class. It kinda it rings a bell. I'd probably have to rewatch it to get back into it. All I could think of 
is just seeing him and uh, him pretending he's Colossus. Yep. <laughs> and just trying to talk like Colossus from X Men. It's just I've came to you. That's Inter- pretty much it, the entire sketch. Yeah, yeah, that's probably where you got the inspiration for it. Was that yeah. true? <laughs> Plus, it's like an excur- uh, excuse for him to take off his shirt. Oh, he just does that just yeah. because. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But you know, like so Col- in yeah. Colossus, you know, just being yeah. Colossus, he's just like, ah, oh, I'm the machine. I've come to you. Yeah. It's a the, good bit. Yeah, it's a good bit. The, the funny, the funniest part is the the punchline where he's like, there. He thinks that they're getting in tr- they're getting arrested for robbing the train or whatever, and like he goes to get off the train or whatever. And his guy's talking to the cop, and the cop's just like, hey, you, over here, talk to me, talk to me. And he's like, okay. And he's like, shit. And the cop puts his arm around him and just like, starts talking to me. And he's like, yes, yeah, so you are, you're the machine, is what I'm doing. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Yes. He goes, he goes, he goes, am I in trouble? He goes, fuck no. <laughs> this is Russia. He goes, this is Russia. And he goes, you party with us tonight? And he goes, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you drink with us tonight. You drink with us tonight. He goes, okay. Yeah, that part definitely sounds familiar. Yeah. So, yeah. Real, fun, real funny bit. Real You're funny the bit. machine? Yeah, so every, every place they go, he's already, like, the Russians have already, like, introduced him. As the machine. And everyone <laughs> wants to party with him. Yeah. Because yeah. homeboy can drink like a stallion. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Um, Dan, have you, so have you caught, uh, have you gotten into... Uh, the second season of the boys yet? Uh, no, I know that we okay. I, I, I have yet to start it. Okay, I haven't started. I think I watched the first like two episodes of it, and it, it was fun. It's probably started soon. Yeah. Oh boy! Think. Oh, that was a nice pop. Yes. I think after I finish the blind spot, I'm gonna hit hit the boys. Okay. Which one's the blind spot? Oof. Um, blind spot is one. With like a terrorist group, and they want to infiltrate the FBI, so they put a bunch of tattoos on this girl as like clues. Oh, okay, to, yeah, yeah, to bring yeah. down the yeah. FBI, the CIA. So, so the one with uh, the girl that played Sif. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I was thinking it was like an HBO or Showtime show. Like, no, I, was, I, think I was, was thinking like Strike yeah. Back or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's on like NBC, right? It was. Yeah. Okay. It might be over at this point, but yeah, it's uh, it's all done now. Yeah. But yeah, and it, yeah, it's, my dad really likes that show. Yeah, I watched uh, L.A.'s Finest. Um, do you do you like it? Is it any good? I liked L.A.'s Finest just because it had multiple storylines going through, and it was only thirteen episodes. Yeah, so it wasn't a very long, dragged out you know season. I think if they did the entire season as one twenty-two episode thing arc, yeah, I w- probably would have never. See that see that's the thing like like I like shows that do like a typical 21 to 23 episode yep. full season arc I like when they do it and have like two or three main villains yeah, or two or three yeah. like two or three different storylines throughout the season like they kind of break yeah. it up into like here's your opening yep. here's your mid and here's your what's called and the mid kind of being not the penultimate but like the, no it's like a, the, it's the mid season finale kind of being the thing almost, that yeah, yeah. Up, like the the you know. season itself. Yeah. It's like a, another story to tell while telling the main yeah. story arc. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that shows that kind of have almost like a monster of the week premise. 
Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. Like, that's nice about it because you can kind of leave the mid-season on a cliffhanger and yep. almost have it be as interesting as the, yeah, the, what's it called, as the, the actual season finale. But there are some shows that just kind of almost rely on that too much and they don't, they don't make any real progress in the, like, in, like, the telling of the story until, like, that episode, yeah. the episode after. Um, yeah, because right after I watched L.A.'s Finest, since it was only two seasons, yeah, um, I needed, like, another show that was kind of in, like, that same ballpark. Because yeah. I didn't want to jump to another show that was completely opposite. Because I did that with uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yep. And I tried to watch The Walking Dead after. Yeah. And it was a total fail. Yeah. Um, so I kind of need something in, like, that same ballpark. Gotta break it up. It can't be, like... Yeah, giant epic shows. Yeah. Well, so that okay, so that like that's the thing to me too. Like, I love Sons of Anarchy, and that it like I think the thing that I have come to realize is that there are like I don't like watching TV shows where all of the main characters are just miserable people. Where they're like they're just not good people to begin with. Like Mm. I like how like I think I've tried to watch. Breaking Bad like four times now. Like I've started it three I've, or four times. Yeah, I watched it. And you there's somebody to root for. Yeah. And there's nobody you fucking root for. And like I, I understand where like you like, yeah, okay, it's a it's a tragedy in in multiple parts. But it's like a oh good God, like like at least with the boys, like you wanna root for Starlight, you wanna root for Huey, like the butcher is like Billy Butcher's fucking insane but even them you kind of want to root for him um but like everybody else is an asshole and like i get that and like that's okay but like yeah they're like so there's shows like that where it's just like everybody's just a miserable piece of shit and i'm like i don't want to like even at like even at like the beginning of like um like game of thrones the only person that you want to watch the only person you want to kind of really like from the get-go is Eddard, and I kind of always like Tyrion. I mean, he, I like Tyrion he, as a character, but he was a Lannister, and the way yeah. that they set it out is that the Lannisters were the bad guys. They did, but they, they make him likable enough. I think they do. I, yeah, throughout the series. Well, no, I think I would say through season one they make him likable enough. Okay, fair. Because you you have him traveling basically that entire season. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I think they do a good job pulling him off yeah. to make him likable. Yeah. That's one thing I like about uh, the blind spot there is they uh, they build up the character mm-hmm. for you to either hate them or like them. Yeah. And yeah. then either halfway through or at the end, they rip that away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you want to throw fire and beer cans at the TV. And LA's Finest, you don't need to watch Bad Boys in order to understand the storyline. Are there enough references to Bad There's Boys? There's a ton of references. Okay, for people who like like the who, series, yeah, who okay. who've watched the movie series. There's mm-hmm. tons of references. There's uh like all like the huge main one-liners. They throw little shots at. Okay. Um, John Sally mm-hmm. replays his character as the uh, the super uber nerd. Yep. The hacker there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. Uh, there's one scene where he talks about, you know, getting Lakers tickets because he played for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And the Gabriel Union character, uh, what's her name, Sid? Yep. yep. She's like, ah, I'm a Heat guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Because she, <laughs> yeah, she's, you know. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ooh. Jokes. Yep. 
in the timeline of like the Bad Boys extended cinematic universe? Or after is it after Bad Boys for Life? Um, or is it's it probably after, after Bad Boys Two? At least? After Bad Boys Two, it's definitely after Bad Boys, Life. Bad Boys. Definitely after Bad Boys Two. Okay. Um, it's probably right around the same time as Bad Boys for Life. Okay. Just because, like, I like, I'm curious if like she and something ends up happening. Like that's the entire story arc. Yeah. Of her. Uh, the reason why she left the DEA mm-hmm. and she becomes a LA uh, homicide detective. Cool. Neat. So Cool whip. And the good thing is it's like a, it started off on like a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one and two were on a streaming service site. Yeah. So if you don't want to wait for Fox to play them every week. You can just go watch them. Yeah, you can go watch them back to back to back. So you don't have to wait. Yeah. Yeah, that that was another thing. They had, you know, the each episode has its story arc. Mm-hmm. They had the medium story arcs that were like six episodes, seven episodes. Yeah. Then they had the main story arc. So there was three. Kind of sto- ongoing. Yeah. There's like a case of the week, but then there's like a to bring down the bigger guy. But yep. then there's the to bring down the big bad that we don't even yeah, know about. Yeah, each case of the week kind of peeled back the curtain on um, her life as like the story arc to the middle and on or her partner's backstory. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, it's just strange to think of Gabriel Union and Jessica Alba doing TV at this point. Very much so, but it, I it, mean, like they used to be like, they were two of the biggest yeah. female stars, you know, 10 years ago, but it worked. Yeah. And then Dwayne Martin's in there. Okay. And then, uh, the, the guy who plays the dad, is in a lot of uh, movies is like the same thing, like a cameo kind of character. But other than that, I don't know if anyone uh, really big is in there yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah I don't know. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. I've been hooked on the damn Blind Spot just because of the same thing. But with that one, it's uh, 22 episodes a season. Yeah. So it's a lot longer. Mm-hmm. But I like the those cop drama, mystery kind of thrillers. Where everybody dies. Everybody. Everybody dies. No, literally everybody dies, which is lovely. Okay, okay, Lance. Yep. Everybody dies. Tessie the Snake Rogers. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Um, Speaking of which. Yes, that's 30 years today. 30 years. Uh, watched Dark yesterday. Okay. They actually had a really good promo. For? For the Luther match. Tonight? Against Jericho. I guess it's. Uh, I listened to the podcast today. Yeah, the uh, like Jericho went into like this history of like yep. Luther and like how they had tagged together like thirty years ago. Yeah, and uh, it actually like people are just like, oh, this is a random match, and like it actually like I'm like, why didn't you air this promo? Yeah, watch something other than dark. <laughs> I'm sure they might touch on they it decided, tonight. They decided it was going to be a match less than a week ago. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> They're like, who's going to be here next week? But the promo was really good. Yeah. Uh, they keep doing this on Dark. They keep having like really good pr- like c- promos. Eddie Kingston cut an awesome. Promo I heard. Yeah. I heard in the fucking ring, and it's like wow, and it's on Dark. <laughs> I love how every the last was it two weeks, three weeks on BET or the BTE. Yeah, they have him cut random promos on the most random things mm-hmm. because he's so good. Yeah, was it a cookie? Yeah, the Sour Patch Kids. Also, the ha, had the pleasure of watching a John Silver solo match. Ooh. Speaking of John Silver, he has a t-shirt. Yeah. 
that's called Johnny Hungy. <laughs> Johnny Hungy. Johnny Hungy. Yeah. And it's it's him like flexing like this, and it's a table of just food. That's <laughs> hilarious. I saw that today. I was like, I kind of want to get this. Johnny Hungy. What up, fam? What up, fam? You know how it do. Yeah. <laughs> Low-key AEW MVP 2020. <laughs> so good. And then, was it? Is it five? Yeah. That he shouldn't, or same is like, man, I would have joined, but this guy's, this guy's a weird. loser. Just hanging out with losers. Yeah. Fuck you, five! <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, Definitely one of my favorite parts of BTE right now is... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Dark Order. Oh, it shouldn't even be BTE. It should be being the Dark Order at this point. Hilarious. BTDO. Definitely. Um, I do enjoy the uh, the Spanish sets that they do. Some of them are good. Like the the, um, the Mi Phone. Yeah, the Mi Phone one from this week was funny. <laughs> the Mi Phone Pro XL Grande. <laughs> <laughs> Luchasaurus hitting on, uh, on Taya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Anna J freaking out. It was pretty funny. Find someone your own age. She's like, I'm 65 million years old. <laughs> Mark goes like, can I see an ID? <laughs> <laughs> but, it, so is tonight then, is tonight where we see Cody turn, finally? Oh, it's possible. Very possible. Does, it, does the dog collar match break him? It, it will possibly break him and set up for his turn, like, officially. <laughs> or, like, a, puts him to that point. And then they tease it, tease it, tease it, and then next week is the. Because he can't be like he just can't be the face in the story anymore. Like I'm just like. Yeah. When he agree. was the champion, he was healing it up it was to win. Slow burning to heal. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And then he gets beat. So very it, easily, and goes away for weeks, for weeks, and then comes back. Cody and in the Bucks again, and then still f- comes out and does this fiery, you know. Bullet Club 2.0, 75? Well, like, when he came back to, to save, what's his name? Uh, With the black hair? Who was Brody doing the TV uh, championship against a couple of weeks ago when he showed back up? Because he made the save. Oh, uh, yeah, I forget. Was but, it Was it Dustin? Yeah, I think it was Dustin. Yeah, like, he beat him, continued to kick the crap yeah. out of him, and then Cody came out, like... I kind of figured he was coming back just with the... the the set was yeah. set up because the last was it four weeks, five weeks, however they many didn't weeks, have the, they, they didn't have the weird steps in the cage in front. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck?" That just ruined the surprise. To me, that's the funny thing to me is like I don't even like th- I just think that's always there, and then you said it the day after, and I was like, "Oh, now we know yeah. why Cody's there." Yeah. So anytime I notice that, because God forbid he can't just have a come, normal entrance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong, like, Triple H, like, in his reign of terror, he was, like, such a self-important asshole. Even, like, the evolution, like, in all of his, like, theme songs, outside of maybe, like, WrestleMania, were never, they're never this 45-second orchestral yeah. light show to get to the f- opening part of his song. Like, I love... I love Cody. I think he's done a tremendous amount for the, you know, the independent wrestling oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and just wrestling in general. And 
in doing so, getting everybody paid a lot more than they probably deserve. Because there's a lot of guys out there who probably don't deserve the money they're making. But... There's a happy young man right there. Exactly. Like, it just, he seems so self-absorbed to do whatever he wants to do. And, like, his cohesive... Like, it, I can't say that his storytelling has been cohesive... Um for himself. Like I think the rest of the storylines surrounding in AEW have been very well told. Since like the I need my brother his match with Dustin before AEW actually even kicked <clears throat> off, I don't think he's had a great like time of you know like it's like he was this white meat baby face until he won the TNT championship and then he st- Pulled the John Cena guard. Slowly have had this descent into what you thought he was becoming, and then he goes away for a couple weeks and comes back as this white hot. You know, like I'm here to save the day. I haven't really gotten that kind of uh, vibe from him at all. Here to save the day situation, especially with the new look and everything. Uh, he's, he's not coming out with the entourage. He's not. Uh, I'm a little torn on it. To be to be honest, I didn't yeah. I didn't watch the entirety of his promo from last week. So that that to me, but he came out to save his brother. Like or, Yeah, kind of, but it was more I'm back, Brody. I'm, yeah, that's not the way I took it out. It wasn't as like his, he beat on Dustin for a bit before he came out. Yeah, but even then, like it's <clears throat> in that promo it, like was it a was he giving off the vibe that he that he deserves that title or that like I because I, Brody was the one who really um you know he was the one who made the challenge for the dog collar match it's yeah. like why why would like why would Brody make that challenge when he's already beaten Cody he beat Cody easily oh, Cody's got a position within the company yeah so it's one of those things where even when he doesn't have the belt Cody's a, in a position of power over Brody yeah, but Brody was the one who was like dog collar match. Well, yeah, Brody, Brody wants Brody wants to put him in his place. He wants to say, "Look, I can beat you again. I can do it and humiliate you again." Yeah, yeah. But he he humiliated him in a singles match without even like lifting a finger. It's almost a squash. Yeah, yeah. at that point, it's like, wouldn't a dog collar match? Wouldn't he, he's that much stronger than Cody? He, I think that's the whole idea is that it's setting setting it up for Cody to actually put up a good fight and using like the gimmick to actually win mm-hmm. if he wins you think we'll actually get a blood and guts i don't know november with um that full gear no unless, unless unless they have a full actual crowd you think i'll hold it's, on it it's florida they probably will yeah they're at oh it, it, 20%. that's what the se- that's the seventh right yeah, yeah. so it'll be after the election so then yeah probably uh, florida the florida will probably go back they've already announced miami is uh, the, the the dolphins are able full to full capacity? Yeah, full capacity. What? Yeah, that yep. happened today. This is Florida. Florida is retarded. Full capacity today. Okay, well, they're very dumb people. So, Vinnie Mac got a heard of that. If you're and, from Florida, and was like, "I'm oh, sorry, I uh, should probably move." That's what he's thinking for WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed to be there. It's supposed to be at Raymond James Stadium. Yeah. Well, this not year. this year. Well, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. Next year, it's supposed to be in Hollywood, but yeah. But uh, he's uh, he heard that and was like, "Hmm, light bulb." Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you know when the WWE gets back, to, or like when they get back to having full live events, I would be okay with them having 
you know, SmackDown and Raw in a smaller venue. Like, I don't mind College Arenas. Uh, yeah, like the like UML or Aganis, Aganis, or even like, um, uh, Manchester is pretty small. Yeah, Manchester is pretty small. Like, but even like the um, shit. I keep trying to think of it. Uh, Auditorium. Yeah, if, like if they did like the low, low, uh, what's it called, Memorial Auditorium, or just smaller venues in general, I would prefer a more packed venue than a bigger one with nobody in it. Nobody in it. Like exactly. There's um and the thing with that too is like with those smaller venues like Low Memorial Auditorium, it's basically an opera house. Like you basically it's oh, such echoes a cool, it, big it's time. such a cool looking venue. You get you could get so many cool memorable oh, yeah. shots out of that. Whereas like Oh, they have. Every other week, yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to this regional, you know, big city, major NBA, venue. NBA, NHL stadium. Well, yeah, they're going for the for whatever thirty thousand, twenty thousand. Yeah, I'm like, give me a, well, a look at Raw in the early '90s. Like the yeah. Memorial Auditorium was where they did it. Yeah, Memorial Auditorium in uh, what's it called in in uh, New York? Yeah. Um. The one in yeah, like do more stuff like that. Like, give me the what's it called ballroom in Philly, the uh, Hammerstein. Yeah, Hammerstein, or give me ECW, you know, arena. Like that kind yeah. of stuff would be like, if you're gonna start back off small, do it in a meaningful way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you, being at the NXT show where Joe won the title, mm-hmm. uh, same thing, house show. Yeah, yep. that one was sold out mm-hmm. completely. Super packed. Yep. The next time, the next year that we went, I think you were there with us when we were up in the... Yeah, it was, the, it was almost empty. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that the stadium is, when they moved us down yeah. to the, the bottom floor... It was almost because they wanted to have a hard cam. They, yeah, you had the people on the hard cam where you can't see the top floor, but it was still you know, pretty loud just because of the way that the auditorium is. Yeah. But it was not as loud as a full house. Yeah, and that's on a house show too. If you t- if you were like, "Hey, we're doing an episode of Raw at a three thousand person arena," that will be packed. Oh yeah, you, you could be in Saskatchewan, and that would be packed. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, there's been SmackDowns I went to in Worcester, where they were half full. Yeah, yeah, no, same here. Like, it, it, and it's just well. They and it's much, obvious yeah. that it's obvious to them that they're not making a ton of money off of the live gate these days. Well, no. even before COVID happened, like the yeah. live gate was low. Yeah, and to me, it's like I'm pretty sure, like, but they were also running like four shows on a on a loop, so they would have they were they were doing six yeah. shows a week. They were doing, uh, they had the the Raw touring team and they had the SmackDown touring team, yeah. and it would be. It was uh the ben- so back when SmackDown was Tuesday, yeah, they had the Wednesday off, and then it was Thursday through Sunday, or Thursday through Monday, and then SmackDown Tuesday. Yeah, and then Raw, you were Wednesday yeah. through Monday, and you had Tuesday off. Yeah, yeah, or it might have been, or it might have been, was it just one day or was it two? It might have been two. Yeah, might have been if like you were SmackDown, you you 
work you, Tuesday, yeah. had Wednesday, Thursday off, and then Friday, and then Friday Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Monday, and then work. Yeah, the final Tuesday. Tuesday yeah, 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 that would make that makes sense. Yeah, but still, that's ridiculous, especially with like live shows, right? Mm-hmm. Depending where you are, if you're in like the Midwest or like out west, mm-hmm. completely somewhere, so like say Utah, yeah, like Iowa or any of that stuff, like your gate's gonna be a lot lower than it is in like yeah. L.A. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing that like I, I, I'm trying to get at with that is like I enjoyed going to the like the Ring of Honor shows that I've been to in Lowell have been more enjoyable to me because like it, the the one was All Star Extravaganza and it had you know it was packed it was a pay per view you had the Young Bucks you had Adam Cole you had Hangman you had um, even on the last one we went to, the that was like kind of right after everyone left. Was it us four? Yeah, that was New Japan. That was New though. Japan. That wasn't no, the, no. There was one with uh, Ring of Honor that we went to. Oh, there was one that Ring was, of Honor show we that, went to that was empty. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was when they had basically acknowledged that they weren't resigning. Yeah, that's when and they you could tell it was right after you everyone tell, left. You could tell everybody who was leaving was just going through the motions at that point. Like, yep. the Bucks oh, yeah. knew they, they went in. They were just kind of like... Bucks match. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was super super kick, super kick, blah, blah, blah. And they lost, what, like, the kingdom or some shit like that? Yeah. yeah. So, But the New Japan one was definitely packed. Yeah. The New, the New, New Japan, Japan was, was great. Was, yeah, it was a yeah. fun show. Like, it was a good show. Kind of ending the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say. So was that the one with the, the jabroni proposed to his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. And they got kicked out? Oh no! I don't think they got kicked out, or not kicked out, but rushed along. It was yeah. at, it was at the end of the thing, and I was just like, uh, it just kind of like randomly happened in front of Hangman. Yeah, and I, I was like, <laughs> and somebody was trying to record it, and I'm like, do you want like I was standing there, I'm like, do you want me to record it? And they're like, <laughs> like never mind. And Hangman's just like, oh, hey. cool guys, hey, cool guys, C- congrats. And drink my beer. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna go get a whiskey. <laughs> That's before his problems. Yeah, I do like that. That like. Oh, that was when you... Uh, How awkward would you feel if some... Like, if you were, like, a well-known enough, like, personality that somebody felt, like, proposing to their significant other because you were there made it special enough of a occasion? Ah, I wouldn't want to put that on that the person. so, like... Just smile and nod, boys. Yeah. That's what smile I'm saying. I don't want to put that on like, anyone. Congrats, guys. Like, like, what do you expect that to... Like, do you expect yeah. that, like, then, like, oh, like... Like, do you, do you stand like, outside hang- the locker room or whatever yeah, like, and hang- wait? Is he, is he your best man now? Yeah, it's like, do you, <laughs> are you inviting Hangman to the to the wedding? Do you expect him to, like, like uh, gonna do give you think a he's going to bring him back stage and be like, hey, guys, this guy's just got engaged. He's going to be like, yeah. I got to go get on a, I got to go get on a Toyota Camry and drive 20 hours to the next fucking venue. You're yeah, in the they, bullet club now. Yeah. yeah. They're going to New York the next day, so. Here's your honorary Ribera Steakhouse jacket, guys. Like, I, I don't fucking know. Bunch of fuck boys. This is Masa. <laughs> this is Red Shoes. <laughs> but it's just like, it's so like a, I don't know. And I understand that, like, and Dan and I, Dan and I, I have, I, I, have I, had I was, this understanding for a long time now where, like, we joke where, like, we've been going to PAX for 10 years now. Yeah. Like the Penny Arcade Expo, yeah. And the way he put it to me is, he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, after I went for the first time, he's like, I used to think of myself as a nerd or this or that, or like, like, no, I get that. He goes, like, I go to that, and he's like, I'm not a nerd. 
I'm just a guy who likes stuff. <laughs> because the the length some of these people will go to. There's a difference between you and a hardcore fan. Y- yeah. yeah. It, it's just like a, yeah. Because there's some people who just dedicate. Their like, lives. Yeah. Like, like to a small nuanced like, part of like, like this they is, love. This is my existence. Like yeah. this is what I, yeah. And also just to me, I'm like, okay, that's, that's interesting. Congrats. Whereas me, I'm just like, cool. I could put this game down for a little bit and uh, go Drink live the rest beer, of my life. Yeah. Enjoy more than three things at a time. Yeah. Oh. Where, where like, we've been to like, we've been to like panels and stuff at PAX East where like people will like break down in tears about like, Oh, you affected me so much. You guys in your, podcasts or playing games on video <laughs> games on the internet and i'm just like exactly i'm like yeah. Oh, yeah, like as an example i fucking love mass effect yeah it is my favorite video game series of all time i have an n7 uh logo on the back of my truck i have multiple like hoodies mm-hmm. um i've been to plenty of bioware's like stuff yeah, you're mass effect. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah he's I like that series. If I had the creator of that series in front of me, I'd still be like, I, I, like I'd still be a normal human being about it. Though. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, <laughs> you affected my life. life. Yeah, because it's not. It's it's good. I enjoy it. I like it a lot. Yeah, but it's not like if there, like if there's never another another Mass Effect game, I'll be a little sad. Yeah, but I won't be like. My life is ended. <laughs> you're you're not fanboying over yeah. like meeting the art director of mass effect or yeah. whatever, where some of these people are like that. Like it'd be one thing. Like if I met like Keanu Reeves, I'd be like, Holy fucking shit. That's Keanu Reeves. That's fucking awesome. If I meet the voice actor for character X, Y, Z from, you know, the sequel to devil may cry, I'm going to be like, Hey, that you, can you do the voice? Hey, good job, boy. I'm going to be, I'm going to be like fucking Wayne going to Bradley. Like, Hey, do your do your Danny DeVito. That's your best one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. I was at a a wrestling show twelve years ago, maybe. Yeah, a long time ago. And um, it was, I think, the last show they ran out of the promotion. It was yep. Millennium Wrestling, so it was John Cena's dad. His dad, yeah, yeah, John yeah. Cena was running John it. Cena Senior. John Cena yeah. Senior. Yeah. And they had a bunch of the TNA guys uh, come up. So it was like Jay Lethal, Chris Saban, yep. uh, Abyss, and all that. And um, we were standing in line waiting to get into mm-hmm. the venue because before they had a Q&A with the Iron Sheik. Yep. With the Iron Sheik? Must but, have been great. You oh, fucking jabronis. my God. You jabronis. I peed my pants. And there fucking was like, assholes. there was kids in the room and he did not <laughs> give a shit. But uh, makes sense. the something had happened and the the boys ended up being late. Might mm-hmm. have been like a flight or something happened. I don't know. Yeah. But Jay Lethal and Chris Saban end up coming to where we were in line and ended up getting a there was like a fucking what you call it the vending machines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they came over and started getting stuff out of the machine and. I looked at the people that we were with because we had a group of like six people and I think I was the only one at that time really watching TNA. Yep. Yeah. And everyone like that was behind us was trying to get like a picture with them and all that stuff. And I just kind of looked at them, give them like a head nod type of thing and like yeah. moved out of their way so they can get yeah. things out of the vending machine. But I wasn't like, oh my God, 
oh you're Jay Lethal oh, oh you're Chris David oh can I have a picture oh hey hey can I shake your hand I was I moved out well, the way yeah gave him a head nod and that I, that was it yeah so so the funny thing like like that is um. When I went to Ring of Honor show, when I went to All Star Extravaganza a couple of years ago, um, my wife and I got there early enough that we got there for all like the meet and greets and all that kind of stuff. Not like right when it started, but early enough you could still get in line and you know probably meet somebody if you wanted to. And my wife's like, "Do you want? Oh, do you want me to buy you a ticket so you can meet somebody?" I'm like, "Eh, not really." I'm like, I, I'm like, you know, like. What am I gonna, you know, what am I gonna do? Whatever. And I look around and I'm like, the Young Bucks line is around the fucking block. Yeah. The Adam Cole line around the fucking block. Yeah. And um, uh, it's all star extravaganza. So I think at this time, like, what about the Punishment Martinez line? Punishment Martinez was not in Ring of Honor at that point. Um, but um, you know whose line wasn't that long was Boom Boom Colt Cabanas. Oof. Boom, boom. Boom, so boom. I'm like, you know what? Hit the Colt. Colt Cabana. Like, I, I go, and I go, and, like, I thought it was just, like, get your picture taken with him or whatever. So I'm like, oh, hey, sweet. Like, hey, nice to meet you, dude. He's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, what's your name? I'm like, Will. And he's like, oh, great. He takes out an 8 by 10 and he, like, signs it, and he's like, anything you want me to say? I'm like, fucking not, like, just because, like, I was like, uh, I wasn't expecting to get a signed autograph to my best friend. No, so I literally <laughs> just, I literally just have a uh, an eight by ten signed by Colt Cabana that just says, "Hey, Will Colt." <laughs> yeah, so. that's good. I like that. And I'm like, funny, he's like a funny guy. And, yeah, yeah. And he was set up right next to Naito, and I'm sitting there joking around with him, and Naito's coming over trying to mess with the fo- like mess with the photo. And I'm like, hey. Like you're next, because <laughs> this is when he was the uh... before Lij. No, it was Lij. It was Lij. I think he was um was he the Ring of Honor like TV champion? I don't know. He was he was there for I don't know, but like he was there. That's back when like uh like Jay White was still a young young lion and stuff. Oh so yeah, like, yeah. He was on the excur- excursion in, in Ring of Honor, so like, yeah. but it, it was funny just because I was like. I had long enough to get in line for like him, yeah. but like young bucks are on. I'm like, and Adam Cole is right there too. So it's just like, Hey, yeah, but not the, uh, the whole like Jay lethal thing, Chris Saban thing. Mm-hmm. There was a meet and greet after the Q and a. Yeah. And we ended up getting a thank you while we were going around. Oh, cause yeah, because the whole, like just moving up and letting yeah. you weren't fangirling over. Yeah. Them. Letting yeah. them be people. Yeah. Like, yeah, they like, probably just gotten uh, at, either out of like a six hour car ride yeah. or a plane flight or like didn't want to put on the work hat right away. Yeah, exactly. It was like, it was a, a quick, like, Hey, yeah, sign the thing, um, get a picture. And then it was like, I just want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. So the lesson for everyone here is people are just people. Yeah. It doesn't really yeah. matter what your job is, what exactly. you do. And yeah. the iron sheik definitely hit it on my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, of course. And, uh, like do you have, it wouldn't be the chic if it wasn't exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you know how Colt Cabana wrote like "Hey Will"? Yeah, Colt. He wrote the girl I was You're seeing the at the time. Woman alive. Seriously, <laughs> like the entire picture was just covered in him just writing nonsense. Yeah, on the photo, I was like, "What's the point of having a photo now? You just wrote a novel." Yeah, we had a good day. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny because I'm like, "What the fuck do I like?" And like. I probably had like five minutes to talk to Cole Cabana and I'm just sitting there like, 
I don't know what the fuck to talk, talk to Colt Cabana about when he's like one of the most like he's the most podcasting and podcast person. Yeah, like personal guy. I'm like, I don't want to like. I'm like, I'm not going to ask him about punk. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck do I ask him? I'm like, What's going on? Should, um, I'm like Portillos or where else do I go get a Chicago dog? <laughs> you know, like, you should have just was he doing the podcast at the time? Uh, I think, in his yeah. studio yeah, yeah. Yeah, this apartment. Like, yeah, this was only like four years ago. So yeah, I'm sure he was still doing it. Oh yeah, art of wrestling. Yeah, um, cheap plug. Mm-hmm. So, but good times. I always like the meet and greets. I don't like on my end of doing the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Mine's more of just like a hey, thanks. Get the photo or get the autograph, and be on my way. Never been much of a photo person. Uh, like like it's funny because I'll like. I love taking photos. I never like Dan doesn't like being in photos. It, it's, not, yeah. like, it's not even like so much being in photos. Like I, I don't like have like a phobia of anything about like being in photos. Just like if someone like if I meet somebody like oh you want a photo I'm like eh, no, I'll remember it. Mine's more <laughs> of like the proof. Yeah, that, that, that's what that's what people want. Yeah, it's like the it's Dan's like just like I don't care who care who cares who cares about me meeting somebody random that they exactly probably don't even exactly. Know. There's like certain things. If I met Keanu Reeves, I'd be like yeah. fuck yeah, I want a p- picture with Keanu Reeves, but. Like See, if Keanu offered to take a picture, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll take yeah. a picture." But yeah. like, even like if I'm at Keanu, I wouldn't be like, "We need to take a picture, Keanu, please." So yeah, no, no, no. Like, like the the meet and greet I did with the the TNA boys there, mm-hmm. like the photo was included in yeah. the autograph. So I was like, "Okay, we'll just get the photo." Yeah. If it wasn't included, I would totally be okay with not having the photo. Autograph guy. Like I. I, I it was included in our ticket. I kind yeah, of want, exactly. That's yeah. why. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just want people to do their thing. Like it's, exactly. It's one of those things. Like, if I meet somebody, like for a meeting, like I don't think I pay for a meeting greet to begin with. But like, yeah. if mine was included in the ticket. But if I ran somebody, I'd be like, oh, thanks for doing what you do, man. I'm a big fan. Like, exactly. That, that's the most you're gonna get out of me. Exactly. Yeah. So <coughs> when we went, the tickets that we got because it was just like a, a legit like mm-hmm. emporium kind of like three rows, four rows of seats. And that mm-hmm. was it. Uh, we end up buying the front row of the nice. the seats, and because we so got it's, the so it's a package. Yeah, yeah, because we bought the front row, we end up getting the meet and greet. We got the the Q and A. We got the cool. photo and the autographs. Q and A's are interesting. Like, I, like I, I would yeah. sit, sit the hell in a Q and A and ask a question. Like, if, yeah. if if I'm into something. But if that wasn't part of it, then you know I wouldn't have worried yeah. about you know talking to anyone or not getting a photo or an autograph. Where some of the people that were there definitely were pissed off because they didn't have the front row tickets so they still tried to get the uh the autograph or the photo and all that fun stuff yeah it's just like well it sucks to be you buddy yeah mm-hmm. but even when i bought the mask from uh from bushy yeah yeah like i wasn't gonna ask for a photo but he's like ah not be not be sure not be sure and you're like sure all right yeah, yeah i don't mind whatever works for me mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna be like hey man can I get a photo? Need a photo, please. And uh, speaking of that, um, was it all out? What's the one in Chicago? All out, all out, all in, all in, all in, all, in. all out. Whatever one was, one of the the podcast boys on the other show was that C two E two. Yeah. So the same weekend it was happening, yeah. and the people who are at the Comic Con all kind of go to like the same restaurants. Yeah. Afterwards, mm-hmm. anyway. And the group that he ended up going with ended up going to the same restaurant as all the boys from from AEW. Okay. And he sent me a, 
a pitcher. So uh, they went to Chili's after or TGI Fridays? No, it was uh, <laughs> one of the places in the hotel. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they're in the hotel bar and they have all the white claws just chilling on the floor and mm-hmm. or like on the table. Mm-hmm. And he didn't go up to them. Like he knows about them and all that yeah. fun and all that, but he didn't go up to them and, you know, ask for a photo or an autograph or yeah. any of that. So when he left, he just like, hey, good luck, boys. And all the boys popped. Nice. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I definitely think, like, if, if you see, if, like, you're in, like, something like that and you see a wrestler or you see a personality, I think they acknowledge the fact that, okay, Someone's going to say something. I'm probably going to get either approached or this they, or that. They, they yeah. understand they're a public job. Like if they're, but like, it, it's of course of like if you see them traveling or something. Like if they're in the fucking airport or yeah. whatever. Or I have if, a story about that. Or if they're like in the bathroom or something like that. I'm oh, not gonna God. like. I'm not gonna be like you, you know. Or if they're getting off like you know, getting to a, a cab or something. I'm not gonna like chase them down and be like, oh my God, and be like, yeah. You know, I might say something to them and be like, hey, great match last week or something. But like, yeah. With that, it's like yeah. cool. Or if I walked by and I saw them paying the tab, it would be like, "Hey guys, love your stuff. Congrats on the, all the success, type of thing." You know, like yeah, it's yeah a, that's that's pretty much what he was because all out. I think was the next night. Yeah. yeah. So it was yeah, it was either Friday or Saturday, whatever night the pay per view was. Mm-hmm. He saw them the day before, and yeah. just on his way out, he was just like, "Hey." Good luck tomorrow, boys, and all the boys popped. Yeah, it's like if you treat the people like they're humans, you treat if them you like treat people. Them like people, I think they will they appreciate. It. It's like the whole like like that uh, that fucking. I always just think of that picture of Sasha Banks in the baggage, um, uh, area like the baggage claim at an airport, and this dude like is har- not harassing her, but like getting a picture, and he's like. And you can tell she's just been on like a fucking like red eye. Yeah, she's or, just like, like fuck or you, the buddy. tail end of like whatever. Yeah, and she's just like it's late. I'm just like, and she's like, I was actually doesn't smile doesn't whatever. Yeah. She's just like, I was at the airport once, and this was the same thing like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on JetBlue, and I'm waiting for the <laughs> woo, woo. the 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 plane to board, and Brian Knobs walks through my section just ran and raving mm-hmm. because the Red Sox were playing the Rays in the playoffs. Yeah. So he was totally shitting on the Red Sox the yeah. entire way through the airport. Mm-hmm. And when he got to the section I was in, he ended up just boarding the plane. Yeah. He didn't, like, wait in the lobby. They just put him on the plane. They just put him on, yeah. He's probably got miles. Oh, probably. He got miles. So, but Yeah, walked right through. So I saw Brian Knobs in the airport. Yeah. But that's not like the type. Like I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I I don't think I would hassle one of the boys if I saw him like in the airport or public transportation yeah. or anything like that, unless they're just kind of like just hanging out. Like that's, if they're just hanging out in yeah. public, that's one thing. That's why I met Jim Duggan at a comic con. No, the one in Boston, or yeah, one of the ones in Boston, oh. or it was like uh, New England, but yeah, yeah, New England comic, whatever. Yeah, it was actually New England comic con. Yeah, I'm. Um, it was one of like the slow days. It was Sunday. Mm-hmm. And he was the only wrestler still there. Yeah, okay. So I had walked over and I was like, hey, man, I loved what you did. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a, you know, me growing up, always watching you. Can I give you a T-shirt? Mm-hmm. Like as a, as a, you know, appreciation. Yeah. You know, watching. He's like, oh, yeah, of course. Dude shook my hand. Mm-hmm. The, my hand, my arm disappeared. Yeah. Lost feeling for like 10 seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Now, like, with, like, so I don't go to enough like Comic Con. Like, I go to like I go to PAX, but that's more of a video game convention. Yeah. Um, and like, I always like you network and stuff with people because it's just like gamers, companies, that kind of stuff. With like the people who go there to like to Comic Cons to make money for their appearances. So like, your wrestlers, your actors, and stuff like that. Like, if it is not a, if it's a down day. It depends. Would they expect like would they expect you to then pay for that? So because you got to, you got to talk to them, you got to say like, "Hey, what's ha, like have a conversation with them." So, like I know if they were walking around on the floor, I wouldn't expect that obviously. But if they're at their booth or they're in their signing area, you know their queue, whatever. Uh, I brought him a shirt, and he's like, "Hey, man, you want to take a picture?" And I was like, "All right, sure." Yeah, like if they'd offered, like yeah, 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 but but I didn't have to pay for it. You know, I just gave him a t shirt and yeah. said thank you, and you mm-hmm. know that I was a fan. Nice, and that was that. Yeah, because my 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 concern is like, would be at a comic con like, yeah, Yo, you know, you're walking around and run into Lucy Lawless or whatever, you know, like yeah. if, if you say hi to Lucy Lawless, <laughs> or is her manager gonna try and charge you a hundred bucks for you know? <laughs> I, I think it depends on the situation. Like if if she's walking by and you're just like a, a quick, hey, yeah, and. You know, but you're still in your booth mm-hmm. and you're not like following them. Yeah. Or yeah. even if you're like a spectator and, and she's walking by and you just do a quick hey. Or let's even say like let's say hypothetically the three of us had a battle wounds booth set up at this Comic Con or whatever. Okay. And we see one of them walk by and we go, Hey, could we talk to you for five minutes? Do you think that they would expect to be paid for that? Or their manager would be like I think they would set some ground rules first. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, yeah. They, they would they would either say yes or no, yeah. or I don't have time, or talk to my manager. Yeah, because like, no, yeah, to do that. or like, if we want to get a sound clip for them, would we have to go pay in line, pay to get in line, sit there for however long just to get like a thirty second clip and be like, "Hey, I'm so and so with this. Can you can you plug our podcast or whatever for you know?" Uh, that noise, use your cameo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at that at that point, well, you couldn't up until yeah, like no. a year ago. Cameo okay. wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. with the things you just mentioned, that would probably be on like the big, mm-hmm. the end scale. Um, uh, with the podcast, um, there's definitely a couple of shows that we've tried to get in yeah. as a podcast and promote it as the podcast. A couple of things fell through mm-hmm. because of the show itself, but the good thing with that is some of those guests that were at the show, mm-hmm. they encouraged them to go into said podcast. Yeah. So if there's other podcasts inside of that show, they encourage them to go to yeah that show as like an interview and part of the show yeah. so you get it's like a, a live a live show yeah in, in a nutshell so like yeah yeah because like you have a panel or whatever you got an hour to, to do yeah so it's but pretty much like, like a live panel yeah but like let's say like we couldn't we couldn't get approved for a panel or something yeah. we could still have our setup and we could still yep. have oh yeah record an episode of the podcast as we're there hanging out selling t-shirts doing this doing that blah mm-hmm. blah blah mm-hmm. okay um i would say the best bet is Letting them kind of approach you. Yeah. Like you can approach them and ask. Yeah. You know, as just like a, a fan or, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't push it. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, I think this is one of the things too, that like we could start probably applying for like media passes to media. Days oh, that's already stuff. in the works. Yeah. Already in the works. Yeah. Um, I actually was going to apply for a media pass for you boys mm-hmm. with uh, PAX. But yep. the thing with PAX is... We don't know when there's going to be another one. No, I have to do it a year in advance. Yep. Yeah. 
We don't know when there's going to be another one. So I was going to, because I ended up working the, mm-hmm. the weekend packs was. Yeah. And I was I went in, logged in or whatever, looked for, you know, packs, um, media passes. Yep. And on the, the little disclaimer, it was like, you have to apply like anywhere from six months to a year before. And I was mm-hmm. like, son of a bitch. It's pretty much when they announced the... the yes. Team. So like... If PAX East were to happen in 2021, they would start pretty much selling the tickets this month. Yep. Um, so the next like actual time cons start coming and popping around, I'm going to start applying for media. Yeah. Media passes. Yeah. Because then we can get that would be one of the things. media boys. Me, yep. Media boys, we get actual. So I'll send you boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with that, because I'm sure next year I'm going to be fucking swamped. Mm-hmm. So oh, with yeah. The DJ work, yeah, yeah. So I'll all of the weddings. I'll mm-hmm. attempt to send you boys with with the media pass. You guys can walk around and talk to everybody. All you're getting from me is pictures of Spider Man, <laughs> Tom Holland, uh, just a Spider Man. No, just a yeah. Spider Man. Okay, he's J Jonah Jameson. Oh man, I've I've seen some no, Spider Man. I'm just taking pictures of Spider Man. I've oh, okay. I've seen some Spider Mans that are mm-hmm. really really good, mm-hmm. and some that are really really bad. Just taking pictures of all of Spider Man. Oh, like I get the whole, you know, Comic Con and dressing up mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. I saw one guy who had one of those like nineteen ninety pajamas, like footy pajamas, footy pajamas yeah. of the Shredder. Nice. Cut off the footy pajamas. Mm-hmm. And Basically, used that. And use that as his get up. It's great. I like it. Very bad. Yeah. Very bad. So I, I still approve. I, I I think that's uh, if you're gonna lazy your way out of it. He lazy. Do it, yeah. do it amazingly like that. Do it like with like something licensed that's terrible from like twenty yeah. years ago. And even look like the the cartoon, like yep. the the onesie there. But it was it was super bad. But no, that's on the list. Like, if you're, if you're going to show up to a Comic Con and be lazy about it, uh, you definitely want to look like your suit came out of it, like, like your costume came out of a bag. I wear the lucha mask. That's my thing. Yeah. I'll occasionally do Star Lord. That's my thing. Okay. You do have that mask, so. Yep. Got the coat, too. Oh, there it is. I got everything. But no, that's on the list is for uh, apply for um, some media passes when yep. cons start happening again. Very cool. As of right now, the word is not till next year, mm-hmm. but that's in the it's in the play. Pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> I'll have to give you guys the the account login. You'll be surprised because you, like you'll be like, I didn't even send you to a Comic Con. This is a wrestling event. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Spider Man. <laughs> it's that one kid who dressed as Spider Man. <laughs> you just follow him around. <laughs> well, these are candid shots. Oh man, there was one time I went to a wrestling event and someone was dressed as a superhero. Good. I was like, "You're in the wrong, in the wrong place, buddy." There's overlap, but it makes sense. Yeah, it was just oh, good times. I was about thought of flying to Florida just to go to a show. I don't want to go to Florida right now. Not right now. Within like the next couple months, depending on how things are. <laughs> uh, but I do want to go to a show. I tell you, they won't be good. I just want to make you, you just want it all.
You hear me spitting out a poisonous ink I'm poisoned to think what I can do when I'm on the brink A back to the wall, a villain when I'm ready to brawl I'm killing, it's really, it's silly how I'm messing with y'all Speaking, it's easy, you see me coming through in the clutch now Duck down, profound sounds, dropping like touchdowns Cursing in verses like missing persons, you never find it Go and rewind it a second time if you need reminded But shit, a contradiction might better define it I'm grinding to sharpen the talent instead of bitching and whining Culture refining the perfect pressure to press a diamond It's in your time and not what you wear when you say you're rhyming As far as I'm in, I'll never make it to raise an island Call me an island, I'm solitary in my confinement Forget my elegant eloquence while I'm relevant Carefully dismantle your status just for the hell of it Heavy like an elephant, desolate while I'm reckoning it Strictly just for the benefit, evident in my devilment And now the residents fear the presence of melanin Malevolent supremacists speaking venomous sentences Forget the precedent, get a taste of your medicine A tranquilizer dart to your face, embrace the sedative